Hello, and welcome to the Riveting Reads podcast, where each season brings you a serialized version of thrilling news stories along with exclusive bonus content from the author. This is season one, Insomnia, book one of the Nightwalker series by J.R. Johansson, narrated by Roy Samuelson. New episodes are posting weekly on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Stick around after today's chapter for some author insights into the writing process behind this chapter with Insomnia's author, J.R. Johansson. Hi, I'm J.R. Johansson, and welcome to the bonus chapter of Insomnia. I know that I'm about a week late getting this to you, and I apologize for that. I actually went to Toronto for the International Axe Throwing Championships, and then I came back with some kind of plague. Uh, it was not coronavirus, no matter how many times people ask me, uh, but uh, it was the flu, and it took me down pretty hard. My voice is still a little rough, um, so I couldn't speak for a few days, and that made it pretty hard to record a podcast. So I appreciate your patience, and for those of you that checked in on me, thank you. I am okay, but um, I am sorry for the delay. And I don't want to keep you waiting any longer, so let's just dive right in. This episode is going to be ad-free, so it's just going to have the bonus chapter. And that is going to be from Addie's point of view, and the events in the bonus chapter would be going on simultaneous with chapter 31 of Insomnia that happens in Parker's point of view. Uh, I think it adds a different perspective of what Addie has been dealing with before we see her when Parker wakes up in the hospital after the fire. I hope you like listening to it as much as I liked writing it, and enjoy Addie's point of view. So let's dive right into the bonus chapter of Insomnia. Insomnia, The Nightwalkers, written by J.R. Johansson, narrated by Roy Samuelson. Insomnia bonus chapter, Addie. Addie rocked back and forth on her feet, pushing the doorbell for what felt like the millionth time. Pressing it again for a full ten seconds, she finally sighed, pulled her phone out from her pocket, and called Finn. Ahoy, Finn said brightly. I'm telling you, he's not here. She reached out and rapped on the door hard with her knuckles a few extra times for added emphasis. He's there, Addie. She could hear Finn opening some kind of food wrapper in the background and listened as he talked around a big crunching bite of his snack. Where else would he go? Just wait and I'll come by as soon as Mom and Dad get home with the car. Tucking the phone against her shoulder, Addie rubbed her hands together trying to warm them against the biting cold in the air. She didn't want to wait. She'd walked here right after her swim practice, so her hair was still damp, and she was already tired of waiting. She could hang out until Finn could get here, but what was the plan then? They could both come and knock on the door until Parker finally decided to let them in? Addie was a big fan of making plans, but only when they achieved something. Her eyes settled on the small gnome statue in the garden near the front porch, and she froze, a small smile spreading across her face. I have an idea. I'll call you back. Addie was already hanging up when Finn replied, Finally, somebody else has an idea. I don't know why everyone is always waiting around for me to... Click. She slid the phone into her pocket and shot a quick glance around the neighborhood. Someone could be watching her from inside a house, and she wouldn't be able to see them. Other than that possibility, the area seemed pretty empty. Addie walked quickly over to the gnome, picked it up, pulled out the plastic plug that covered the hole in the bottom, and shook it until the key she knew they kept hidden inside finally fell out and into her palm. 
placing the gnome back in its spot in the garden. She jogged back to the front door and slipped the key into the lock. Addie hesitated, remembering how she told Parker it was a violation of her privacy to be in her head and watching her dreams without her permission. Where did breaking into his house because he was avoiding her fall on Addie's own personal morality scale? With a quick shake of her head, she gritted her teeth and pushed the door open. It didn't matter. He couldn't just keep hiding. Hello? She walked in and closed the door softly behind her. Parker's house was so quiet. It always made Addie feel uncomfortable. In their house, with Finn, quiet wasn't a thing that existed. She raised her voice louder this time. Parker, it's Addie. Are you home? There was no response. Addie walked toward Parker's room, pretty sure that she'd been right and the house was empty. But if she was going to go so far as to break into a boy's house to make him talk to her, she was at least going to be damn thorough about it. As she passed through the kitchen, a white envelope on the counter with her name on it grabbed her attention. What was this? There were three envelopes, one to her, one to Finn, and one for Mrs. Chip. They were all in Parker's handwriting. Her stomach plummeted, and she carefully tore open her envelope. The only reason she could think of for Parker leaving them each a letter would be to tell them something he wasn't going to be able to tell them in person. No, 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 she muttered under her breath. With shaking hands, she pulled the single white sheet of paper from the envelope and unfolded it. Dear Addie, you always find the exact right words to say to me. I wish I had that talent. I don't ever seem to know what to say around you. I guess I should start with I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I pulled you and Finn into my mess. I'm sorry I'm not the person you think I am, that you want me to be. I wish that I was. If I was, I could stay with you. That's what I've always wanted. Please know that. What I was afraid of is true. I've been missing pieces of time and I'm losing it, Addie. I'm dangerous. I've confirmed that during one of my blackouts, I sent those threatening emails to Mia. I'm writing her a letter to say I'm sorry to her, too. I'll let Mia know that she'll be safe once I'm gone. You'll all be safe, and that's really the only thing I need right now. I'll be happy knowing that. Please believe me. I'm leaving to keep you all safe. I wish I could say goodbye in person, but we both know you would talk me out of it. I wish so many things could be different. Thank you for being the kind of friend that I will always need. One that will tell me when I'm screwing everything up. Don't ever stop being that brave girl on the swing. You're stronger than any storm. Love always. Parker. By the time she finished reading it, teardrops smeared some of the ink on the page. Clasping it so tight that her fingers ached, she ran down the hall to his bedroom and didn't even knock before she burst through it. It was empty. Parker's favorite hoodie was gone. His backpack wasn't where he usually put it. She sat down on his bed as her heart felt like it was splintering into a million pieces and in its place was a vacuum, sucking piece by piece at what was left of her. She'd tried so hard to help him. How could he just disappear on them? Didn't he know how much he meant to them? To her? 
Eddie curled up on his pillow and could smell the lingering scent of his shampoo and deodorant in the air. She breathed it in, but it only made her miss him more. His letter said that he wrote the emails during a blackout. If so, then he was the one who needed saving. Not them. Parker's biggest flaw was that he never really saw himself clearly. Addie had always seen him for exactly who he was. Now she might never see him again. No, this wasn't it. She wouldn't let him go like this. He needed them, whether he liked it or not. She strode back to the kitchen and picked up the other two envelopes, thinking if she read them, she may be able to get a clue about where he'd be headed. Before she could open Finn's, she noticed a single post-it separated from the stack of other messages and directly below the envelopes. Captain's meeting. Final warning. Her mind flashed back to the words from Parker's letter. I'm writing her a letter to say I'm sorry too. I'll let Mia know that she'll be safe once I'm gone. Mia would be at the captain's meeting. The phone was in her hand and Finn had picked up even before she had a chance to think about it. Hey, Addie, what's... You need to get to the school right now. What? He asked, all hints of joking gone from his tone at the sound of her voice. Why? Where's Parker? He's running away, leaving town. I think he went to school first, though, and you are much closer than I am. Go see if you can stop him. Hurry and call me if you find him. Her words were spilling out faster than she wanted, but he obviously had no trouble keeping up. Even better, Mom and Dad just got here. I'll take the car. On my way and he was gone. Addie crumpled down in one of the bar stools at the kitchen counter and put her head on her crossed arms. She couldn't keep fighting with him about who he was. She couldn't believe that he'd really sent those emails, but if he had, then he definitely needed his friends now more than ever. No one else would understand what he was going through. She didn't know if they could help, but no one else would even understand the problem. She waited a few more minutes, hoping to hear from Finn before leaving. If he got to the school and Parker wasn't there, then maybe she could see if there was any other clues on where he could have gone. The minutes ticked by, and there was no call. She wandered back to Parker's room, grabbed a paper and pen from his desk, and jotted a note down to leave on his pillow in case he came back. Dear Parker, I have your letters. If you want them back, come find me. Love always, Addie. Hopefully that would do the trick if he happened to come back here. But something about the place already felt abandoned. Like when he'd walked out the door earlier today, it had already entered some kind of hibernation state, waiting for his return. Addie placed the letter on his pillow where he would be sure to notice it. Then she walked out and closed the door. She tried calling Finn, but it went immediately to voicemail. She'd already been upset before, but now something deep in her gut felt uneasy. Finn always answered his phone, or at least he did for her most of the time. Shaking off the feeling, Addie grabbed Parker's letters to Finn and his mom and stuck them in her bag before heading out the front door. She would head toward the school, too. Maybe she would find both Finn and Parker there, and she could help her brother convince Parker to stay. They had to make him stay. Addie knew it was the only way they could save him. And that was the only thing that mattered to her now. 
Thanks for listening to the Riveting Reads podcast, Season 1, Insomnia. You can find the audiobook on Audible Podcasts or the paperback version on Amazon. Stick around for some author insights from J.R. Johansson about the chapter featured in this episode. Hi, I'm J.R. Johansson and welcome to the Authorly Insights section for the bonus chapter of Insomnia. When I realized that I was going to have the opportunity to do a re-release of this book, the first thing that I thought of was that I wanted to do a bonus chapter from one of the girls' points of view. And I knew that for this book, it had to be Addie. She just is so central to the story. She's so important as a character, and she's so important to Parker that it felt like it was kind of a no-brainer. There is a term in writing called the dark night of the soul. It's the part in the story when basically all hope is lost, where the main character has hit their bottom, where they can't really see the light anymore. And it's interesting to me because at the same point where Parker is basically hitting his low, or he's just starting to like turn around out of it, Addie is actually hitting her low too. She's hitting that moment where she thinks that she has lost him, and that she doesn't know if there's any way that they can get him back. And not only that, she feels like he's going to die while he's gone. So she feels like she's going to lose him for good. And I think that this speaks to like the resonance that you can create in a story where you can have that mirror effect for other characters, even though their story character like arcs are different. The same kind of low points and high points can kind of mirror each other in in similar ways. And it really makes for interesting dynamics between the characters. And that's it for the Authorly Insight section on this bonus chapter. It is also a wrap on Season 1 of Riveting Reads, so make sure you're subscribed so that when we start coming out with Season 2, which will be Paranoia, the sequel to Insomnia, in a couple of months, then you will be notified about it. I wanted to take a second again to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing, and thank you for sharing. It has been a really fun and exciting ride this first season and I have really enjoyed hearing back from all of you and the input that I've received on the podcast and on your thoughts on dreams or on specific episodes. It's been really fun to engage with our listeners. So if you would please feel free to reach out and tell us if you have any ideas for things we should do next season, for things that we should do differently. I think we already have some really exciting ideas for next season. So I really can't wait to share those with you guys. But in the meantime, if you have anyone that you think would enjoy this story, would enjoy our podcast, now is the perfect time for them to binge and catch up. As always, we really appreciate your support and thank you for listening. As I always do when I sign books for insomnia for readers, I'm going to go ahead and sign up and say sweet dreams, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Riveting Reads. Please check out details for our reader appreciation program in the podcast notes or on rivetingreadspodcast.com. Also, a reminder that we're still a new podcast and we would love to hear from you. Please subscribe as well as rating and reviewing in your podcast app. 